When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. G'day and welcome to the Mirrors I'm a Celebrity Daily Podcast. Coming up, the latest news, interviews and behind-the-scenes gossip. Here we go. G'day, uh, good morning, good evening, whenever you're listening to this. Uh, welcome to the podcast, podcast number four. First of all, I just want to say thanks for all the really good messages, uh, reviews and stuff I've had the last 24 hours. Really positive. Glad you're enjoying the show so much. And hopefully we've got the hang of it now and it's, it's getting a bit better, a bit more, a bit more fun to listen to. Um, big news overnight, big drama for us over here in Australia mid-show news breaks um, and Jack Maynard has been uh, booted out, has left the camp um, and th- that's the big news sort of overnight. Not a great deal of it mentioned on the show, mentioned in passing by internet. We got so, a couple of statements. ITV say due to circumstances outside camp, Jack has had to withdraw from the show. There's also a statement from Jack's agent which says in the last few days Jack Maynard has been the subject of a succession of media stories which given his position as a contestant on I'm a Celebrity Get Me Out of Here filmed in the Australian jungle with no contact from the outside world he has been unable to respond to. Since it is only fair that everyone should be aware of any allegations made against them and should also have the right to defend themselves it was agreed that it would be better to bring him out of the show. Jack agrees with this decision which was made by his representatives and ITV and thanks everyone who has supported him in the show this far. So that's a big big news. That I think that's going to run and run for a couple of days. Um, perhaps Jack may have a chance to respond. There may be, as, as they say, um, some other allegations. So there may be other stories to come out in the press. Um, that's something that was very much sort of breaking and uh, will develop. And, and I'm sure we're going to discuss more on, on the podcast. There was also some other big news for us here yesterday in that we also had the confirmation of Ian Lee and Kezia Dugdale, which are two people we've talked about quite a lot on the podcast this week. They're definitely going into camp looks like they're going to go in on Thursday. We also had the chance to speak to them yesterday, which was great. Two very contrasting interviews. Um, we spoke to Ian Lee up at the Versace Hotel, which is where all the friends and family and also some of the contestants stay. Um, if you've never been there, it's a very interesting hotel. If you like Versace clothes, you're going to love it. If not, it's quite bright. You might need some sunglasses uh, in the reception area for the, for the pillows and that sort of thing. You know, It's a very um, glamorous place. So we interviewed Ian there. And he was very good, very honest about why he went in. I'm not going to talk about too much about that now because that's going to be the interview I'm going to put on tomorrow's podcast. And then the second chat was with uh, Kezia, who is uh, MSP in Scotland and is taking time out of her working fork at her constituency to do the show. It's quite a controversial decision up in Scotland. I know it's caused um, a lot of people to be angry. There's a lot of people for and against. They can see both the reasoning and the reasons why not. I don't want to talk about that too much now because we've got the interview at the end and I really let Kezia talk for herself and she can explain that. I've, I've let that interview run a bit more than normal this, uh, today just because I know it's quite an interesting topic and also this is the first time she's spoken about her decision to go in so I want to really let her uh, talk for herself, basically. Um, the third thing I'm going to mention is just in terms of the edit of the show. Um, I thought last night's show it was very much sort of the Amir and Georgia show, if you like. I think... So a couple of personalities are really coming to the fore now, and that's Amir, who's obviously done a couple of trials, and also Georgia. Obviously, at the end, Georgia and Rebecca were chosen to do the next trial, which is an eating trial. 
And that's, I mean, Georgia wasn't very happy. She looked a bit sad about it. But, but in some ways, it's quite good for her. I think she's doing really well in there, coming across really well. And doing an Eaton trial is always one of the most iconic sort of moments of the series. It guarantees you're talked about, you're remembered as being, you know, in there. And I think it gives you a great chance. So I think it's a really good chance for her so far. She looks like she could really potentially be uh, sort of a queen of the jungle. Certainly, it's certainly a finalist at this stage. I think it's looking uh, very promising. At the other end of the scale, you know, there's a few people who really haven't come out of come out of the show yet, or, or haven't had a good edit. I'm thinking, you know, in terms of say Vanessa. Um, I mean, she hasn't really had much screen time at all. We'd, so she might be doing great stuff in there, but certainly we haven't seen that yet. And, and perhaps the same with Jamie, really. I'm not sure we've seen much from him. A few bits of sort of uh, sort of blokey stuff, but but again, not very much. So there's still quite a few there who perhaps need to show a bit more, perhaps perhaps need their turns to shine. There's a bit bit more, plenty more time, really, but, but you're going to have the new people coming in, the focus on them for a day or two, and then, you know, there's only two weeks left, so you do probably need to come out of your shell quite soon. So that's all the news for today. Um, just before we do the interview, um, here's the latest betting odds from Jessica Bridge at Ladbrokes. What's the latest odds, Jess? G'day, Jeffers. Yes, um, another good show. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed tonight. Not as good as the um, as the first couple of episodes, but uh, definitely um, a good one nonetheless. Amir definitely redeemed himself, didn't he, in the in the Bush Tucker trial. Um, definitely the, the best bit of the show for me is watching Ant and Deck in the sidelines, just absolutely taking the royal mickey out of their subject during the trial and Amir got that to, uh, tonight definitely but he has redeemed himself as I say he was uh, 20 to 1 outsider those odds have been cut now um, by the Labrooks odds compilers he's now into 14 to 1 so he certainly helped himself out um, sort of fighting his way back up the leaderboard but I still think he's a, a big outsider in my opinion he's got a lot more to do if he wants to become a favourite I think with the with his first trial and screaming like a girl, frankly, if he'd have kept that up and maybe become like this year's Helen Flanagan, then he'll keep being voted for the trials because obviously it's very good and it's very fun TV. But now that he's um, actually got a couple of uh, wins in the bag, I'm I'm not too sure if if people will vote for him again now. Um, I really liked Stan and Toff again in this episode. The two Toffs, I mean, crikey, name a more iconic duo, and I will wait because they are just superb. Uh, the Dingo Dollar Challenge was very funny again. Stanley just couldn't um, couldn't get his head around it, could he? Um, especially with his placenta or polenta gag. I absolutely love that. They're still at the top of the market, not too surprisingly. Toff is your three to one favourite. Stanley's just behind at four to one, as is Jenny. But I think Jenny personally, I think she needs to do a bit more. She's being a bit quiet at the moment. Uh, that could just be bad editing, in fairness, from ITV's um, perspective. But she's still up at, towards the top of the market. It, but she probably needs to do a bit more in uh, in my opinion to sort of earn that favoritism at the moment um of the outsiders they're all pretty much the same um obviously we've got the definitely confirmed contestants now coming in as we thought uh ian lee um comedian and radio host he's a 16 to 1 outsider and interestingly we've only seen 10 bets placed on him just 10 bets, 1-0. So he's not really um, that popular with punters at the moment. Kezia has had quite a few bets on place on her. I, I suspect that's because of the, the bigger prices on offer. She's 40 to 1, an absolute rank outsider with Rebecca. But um, they are both 4 to 1 to be the first celebrity acts. I mean, poor Kezia, she's not even got in the jungle yet. But frankly, her reality TV career could be over before it's even started. And, um, well, the bad news doesn't end there for her, frankly, because she's odds on at 1-3 
ready to be axed from the Labour Party before the end of the year and to be suspended. So uh, not good news for Kezia before she goes into the jungle, unfortunately. Well, for some of you, I think this might be the moment you're waiting for. And uh, we're going to end the podcast today with an interview with Kezia Dugdale, who is one of the new uh, contestants going into the show, looking like she'll go in on Thursday with Ian Lee. Um, we met with Kezia uh, earlier today, and it was at a wildlife park, quite um, a fun place to meet, but obviously uh, it was quite an interesting chat, quite an interesting interview, because it wasn't the most sort of light and cuddly interview, I suppose. Kezia's 36, she is a former leader of the Scottish Labour Party, and is now remains a member of Scottish Parliament. Um, Parliament is currently on, and uh, Kezia for three weeks will not be there serving her constituents, but will be uh, on I'm a Celebrity. And as she explains, she thinks there's very good reasons for that, and she thinks it's a good opportunity, both, I think, for her and for the Labour Party, and to sort of spread the word of um, why people should vote Labour and that kind of thing. But her um, admission into the show has caused quite a lot of controversy up in Scotland. I think it's divided people, really, as to whether they think it's a good thing that she should do the show or not. She did, as she mentions in the interview, um, speak to some of her sort of uh, leaders and uh, in terms of whether she should do it. Um, but I'm not sure she had 100% permission to do so. And so it remains to be seen what happens. It, there is precedent for this on I'm a Celebrity. Uh, Nadine Dorries has been on show a few years back, a uh, Conservative MP, but she was suspended uh, following her uh, time in the camp, so um, it's not always gone smoothly when there are political figures in there. It's a decent um, coup for ITV, I think, to get her on, and it'll be very interesting to hear her in conversation with somebody like Stanley Johnson once she's in there. But yeah, there was, there's, there's been quite a lot of um, stories written about her inclusion in the last few days, but she hasn't really um, had her say, so I don't really want to you know, um, be very for or very against here. I th- I, I'm not obviously a political reporter, but we did try and sort of um, quiz her on it and, and sort of make her sort of explain why she thinks it's acceptable. Um, so I hope we've we've done a decent job and uh, you can listen to what she's got to say and judge for yourself whether it's a good idea to, to go on I'm a Celebrity, I guess. Um, we started off the interview, as ever, the usual question. First up, um, why do you want to do the show? Well, it um, remains one of the biggest shows in UK uh, TV and it's an amazing platform to talk about um, politics, labour values, um, uh, the difference that politicians can make, maybe show a bit of a human side of politicians too. Um, That's the kind of professional appeal of doing it and I guess the more personal one is um, push myself to the limits. Are you scared of anything in particular? Everything, absolutely everything. Um, When I did the, um, the, the videos in advance of the show, um, I was pretty keen not to reveal what my ultimate fear was because that was just going to guarantee that would be the first trial that I did. Um, but I came up against one of my biggest fears just now, which is birds, ironically. So I was faced off with a giant emu back there and survived that. So that was quite a good induction to the whole experience. And so just what, um, in terms of you still being a serving sort of politician, do you think there's any disadvantages to doing the show whilst you're, whilst you're sort of in theory supposed to be working? I mean, I totally understand um, and fully expect it's hugely controversial at home. Um, there's a few things I would say about that. First and foremost, I am going into the jungle late, um, and that's because I wanted to minimise as much as possible the time I spent away from uh, my constituency. 
and the region that I represent in, in Edinburgh. I think it's also important, if you give me the opportunity to do this, because I've not had the chance to do it yet, is to congratulate the new leader of the Scottish Labour Party, a guy called Richard Leonard, who I'm very much looking forward to uh, working with and supporting uh, along the way. And um, the minute I get back from this experience, I'm going to go straight from the airport into the Parliament and, and vote. And there are no major pieces of legislation that I'm going to miss in the three weeks that I'm here. I'll be back in time to vote on the budget, uh, and I'll face my constituents then. Just one more from me. Sure. Um, Edwina Curry's been speaking, I'm sure you'll be through today, on GMB. She says that uh, sort of politicians have got one job and that's to, that's to serve and, and obviously whilst you're in there you wouldn't be able to do that. How would you respond to that? Well, I mean, it's a huge privilege to do what I do, um, serving uh, the constituents of Edinburgh and the Lothians. I'm very proud to do that and I'm going to return to do that. I uh, fully intend to finish this term as a member of the Scottish Parliament and to stand again at the next election. But this is a phenomenal opportunity um, to speak to millions of people across the UK about the difference that a Labour government could make. And, and that's what I'm going to do. I'm not going to go in there night after night and bore everyone with politics, but it is a fantastic platform. And I'm not taking my parliamentary salary whilst I'm in the jungle. I'm um, donating that to a charity that supports young people in Edinburgh at risk of homelessness. They're raising money this week for a big sleep out and they're getting lots of famous people across Edinburgh and across Scotland to sleep in a park. This is my equivalent of the big sleep out and that's uh, part of the reason why I'm doing it. The conversation then turned to Nadine Dorries, who I mentioned earlier. She appeared on I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here in 2012 and was suspended from uh, Parliament owing to her decision to take part in the show. I can Thank give you, you an exclusive that um, I'm in no me by, by no means here because of Nadine Doris. Although I think if she was here, she would tell you that it did her no harm and she went on to almost double her majority, if not um, more than that. That's not the motivation behind this. It is, as I've said already, a great opportunity to speak to people across the whole of the UK. I understand it's controversial. I'm not taking my salary for the time that I'm here. I will make a further donation to charity from the fee. Um, as you would expect me to, but it is a fantastic opportunity and it's one that I'm going to relish. Um, Who are you thinking about um, having debates with when you're in there? Obviously I know you're aware of some of the campmates. I don't know about debates because that sounds like I'm kind of spurring for a fight, that's not my style really. Um, I'll be interested to hear people's views and opinions on the world. I guess we're going to spend a lot of time in the camp just talking, like try, trying to pass the time because we don't have our phones, we don't have magazines or books or anything like that. So that is part of the appeal, is meeting people from all sorts of walks of life that I would otherwise never meet, and let's see what they've got to say. Is there anyone in particular? You obviously know some names in there. Can you name some names? Oh, I, I mean, I, I know uh, the names of everybody who's going in because they were revealed in the UK on Monday, Tuesday last week whilst I was still uh, in the Parliament. So um, I'm really interested to meet all of them. I, I, they're, they're all names that I recognise, um, some from my youth. When, um, when my dad was a football referee, I followed football quite closely when I was younger. So to see Dennis Wise there is quite exciting. I'd be interested to chat to him about uh, the fortunes of my own football club, Hibernian. Um, equally uh, interested to hear a bit more about Shappi Kersandi's life. She's had a fascinating life. Her mm. family have had a fascinating life. And I'm sure we can spend a lot of time talking about that and learning from that. Do you think there's any worry that you'll be suspended for going in while you're serving for a position? Um, well, look, this has been uh, discussed, I think, on uh, TV at home and in the newspapers at home. It's simply the case that um, I spoke to both of the candidates for the Labour leadership um, prior to signing any contract with the programme. Um, I wasn't able to reveal to them just exactly what I was doing, but I did tell them both that I was looking to go abroad for three weeks that I was going to do something um, in the media that would raise a little bit of money uh, for charity and both of them um, agreed with that in principle and that, that's the reality of it. That's what makes my case, I guess, different from Nadine Doris. 
I think um, it, I would be very sad if the party was to choose to suspend me from doing this, having um, worked for it relentlessly and tirelessly, not just as its leader, but as an activist for 15 years now. Um, it would be sad, but um, if the party were to suspend me, it wouldn't make me any less Labour. I'd carry on living my Labour values and practising my Labour values when I go back, and I will serve that uh, term as an MSP for the Lothians, and I will stand again at the next election. After stepping down as Labour leaders, this is sign sort of looking to branch out more into the media. I've said to you several times in the course of this press conference, I love my job as a member of the Scottish Parliament. I'm only away for three weeks. It takes other people a lot longer than that to write books or uh, undertake other endeavours. I'm committed to my constituents and I'll be leaving the jungle to go straight back to that Parliament to vote. I want to do my job as an MSP. This is an opportunity to talk to millions of people about my values and what my party stands for. It's what I'm going to grasp. Do you think you could win the show? <laughs> uh, I think my political record shows you that I'm not particularly good at winning electoral contests, so I don't go into it with that ambition. I'm going in there to talk um, uh, about my values, to meet some new people, uh, and to talk about the difference the Labour government could make, one led by Jeremy Corbyn, incidentally. How do you feel about um, potentially embarrassing tasks like testicles and kangaroo penis, that kind of thing? Look, I think... There are lots of people that are quite critical of the decision that I've taken to do this who will be hugely satisfied and will enjoy the experience of me doing humiliating and difficult tasks. This is ultimately um, a first-rate entertainment programme and I think in the world that we live in just now with Putin and Trump, I think we need a little bit of light relief in politics and that's what I'm hoping to provide. So, so in terms of how you feel about it, are you excited? Are you gonna go, you're not going to claim I'm a celebrity get me out of here, you're going to go in... And do it. I'm going to do my best. That's all I've ever endeavoured to do. Um, and that's what people will expect from me and that's what they'll get. How hard was it to decide to do the show? Um, How long did you think, think about it for? So I'm not sure I can say a huge amount about the contractual process because my, my contract says I'm, I'm not allowed to do that. But um, I didn't take the decision uh, lightly. Uh, of course I've thought long and hard about it. Um, I, I'm not one to make rash judgments. Um, everything um, is, is a calculated risk in life and I considered it very, very carefully. What should a constituent do if they've got a real emergency in the next couple of weeks and they'd normally go to their MP? Well, the first thing to recognise is that in Scotland we have an additional member system, which means every single person in Scotland has eight MSPs. Uh, for the benefit of people in Edinburgh and the Lothians, they, they will have seven for the purposes of the next three weeks. So if they do have an emergency or a crisis, there are a number of great colleagues of mine um, that they can go to. That said, my office remains firmly open. It's fully staffed. We are continuing to progress active constituency cases just now and taking on new ones. I mentioned to you earlier that there's no major live bits of legislation between now and the 14th of December when the Scottish budget will come forward so I, I, I'm not missing any committees I don't currently have a, a spokesperson role in the Labour Party so this was as good a time as any for me to step away and undertake this task in the interest of the Labour Party in promoting Labour values. But some of those people I guess might have voted for you and they might really want to speak to you in the next two weeks and they can't do that can they? Well what we'd say is they can contact my office. My staff are more than uh, capable of picking up those concerns. I have surgeries organised before Christmas for people to come and see me if they want to see me then. Um, when I was Labour... Let me Hang on a wee second finish the point, because I think this is really important. Um, as Labour leader, I heard, uh, held 32 surgeries in the last year. That's 32 more than Ruth Davidson did, who's actually a constituency uh, MSP in Edinburgh Central. I'm a regional MSP. I cover a much broader area. So I have an incredibly good record as a, as a hard working MSP who puts in a shift. I've always done that. I'll continue to do that. I think people recognise that this is three weeks to do something different and when it's done I'll go back to my job. With regards to the finances as well, if I can ask a little bit more about that, um, you're going to give, I just want to check we've got the facts right, there's some reports saying 
you're going to give your MSP salary to charity whilst you're in the jungle, is that right? Uh, I've done it already, I did yeah. it before I left. And then with regards to the fee you're getting for appearing on the show, did you say earlier you're going to give a proportion of that to charity and then, keep, and then some of that you'll keep correct. for yourself? Yeah. And the, the other thing that you might not know that people in Scotland will know is that I have a weekly column in the Daily Record. I have done for two years now and uh, every penny of that I've donated to charity. So that's so far donated £22,000 to motor neuron disease in Scotland. So once again, unlike some of my um, colleagues, uh, I have a record of donating to charity. So it would be fair to say you're not gonna, it's not going to be a huge cash windfall for you then doing the show? Oh, no, there's uh, no doubt that... Um, that I am receiving a fee for this um, in return for being away for three weeks. So I'm not suggesting for a second that the sums involved are in any sense small. Uh, all I'm trying to do is to highlight to you that I have a record of giving um, significant sums to charity. I haven't uh, settled on that. There's lots of things uh, I need to do connected to that, like pay taxes. I have to go through a formal process um, with the parliamentary authorities to register, things like that. Uh, I will do that on return. Uh, but like I say, I have already paid my salary in advance to charity before I left to come here. So that, that element of it is done, and that money is going to the Rock Trust, which I think would really welcome some publicity. Would you accept accusations that if you are getting... If the, the, the chunk of the fee that you're taking is larger than your salary in Scotland, that... No, this is not a second job. This is three weeks out of my work. Yes, and I've already said to you that I've given my salary away. This isn't a second job. It's three weeks where I'm going to advocate the values of my party. Um, and I've been very clear about why I'm doing that. You're quite adamant at the start that the main reasons are for political reasons going there to spread the word and that kind of thing. I mean, the critics would say, obviously, you could go in and still do that and you could give the whole of the fee away to charity and you could give your MSP wage away and you'd be a few quid down, but you'd get to really spread that word and, and then you'd have a lot less to be beaten with. If you saw. I mean, yeah. just, it's going to look like you're going in there for the money on some degree for a lot of people. I, I, I don't accept that because of the record that I have of giving money to charity and the, the record that I have as a hard-working MSP who's committed to the Labour Party. I, I feel like I've answered that question. <laughs> That's it for today's podcast. All that's left to say is if you enjoyed this episode of I'm a Celebrity Daily, please rate and review us on iTunes. And make sure you subscribe so you get every episode sent to you directly in the mornings. You can find us on iTunes, Audio Boom, Spotify, and any other of your favourite podcast apps. So like in the trials, I'm really hoping for five stars. And if you can subscribe as well, that'd be great. You can follow all the latest news from the jungle at mirror.co.uk and I'll be back for another podcast in the morning. Cheers.